It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Happy holidays to you. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, it's one of my favorite shows of the year. It's our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. It's our pick of what we believe are some of the best holiday-themed books for kids this holiday season. For a complete list of all the books that we selected this year, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. To listen to the show anytime you like, all you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One, Spotify, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We began this morning with Cincinnati's own Lauren Long. He's one of our favorites here on the show. He's here this morning to talk about his new book, The Night Before Christmas. It's our pleasure to welcome Lauren Long to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Lauren. Happy holidays to you. Welcome back. Thank you. Happy holidays. All right. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the new project, the book, The Night Before Christmas. What made you want to take on this beloved piece of literature? Was that your idea, Lauren? Actually, Rodney, it was not. It Uh, was my editor at HarperCollins. Um, She came up with the idea and pitched it to me. And I got to be honest with you. At first, I was thinking in my mind, my knee-jerk reaction was there are so many wonderful editions of the mm. famous classic Night Before Christmas, and does the world need another one? But she also is saying, I think you could bring something to it. And when she said that, it made me start thinking, well, let's just say if I did do this new, you know, another edition of the Night Before Christmas, what would I do with it? And I started thinking, all of us celebrate Christmas differently. Mm-hmm. Um We have, right here in Cincinnati, we have all different kinds of people that live in all different kinds of homes that celebrate Christmas all differently. Um, I know interfaith families that have, you know, a menorah and a nativity scene sharing the exact same mantle Mm -hmm. um, in their home for celebration. And, And I just thought, you know, what could I do with this to make it reach more children and I've illustrated now, I don't know, 15 or 20 picture books. It's my career. It's my it's my focus. It's just beyond a career. It's something I care about. And, and, and what I really do is my audience is children. And what really matters to me in my own little corner of the world here in Cincinnati, making books for children that go out all over the, the country and the world, what really does matter is that I do want children that don't look like me, that maybe do look like me, to see themselves in my books, and it's something that really hit home to me as I got into this. The first book I did in 2003, I didn't think about that stuff. When I was reading children's picture books every night to my two boys who are now just getting out of college, I never thought about that because that was never an issue for me. And then when I start making art to go into books for children, it became very important. I recently illustrated a book called Love, was written by a Newbery Medal winner, Matt De La Pena. And we really showed in my art, I showed a lot of different types of people. Uh, in particular, there was one scene in the picture book where there was a, a little girl with her father living in uh, a mobile home. We traveled the country, you know, this is back before pandemic. It was in 2018. We traveled the country touring. It was a publisher tour. It was wonderful where you get to go and 
and present your books to children and go to bookstores and, you know, we're trying to sell books, right? Mm -hmm. But the adults that came up to me and said, I never saw myself in a book because I grew up in a, in a mobile home community and uh, never saw that in a picture book. And it really opened up my mind and my heart, really, to how many different children don't often see themselves. So it was important for me to put that kind of a family in this new edition of The Night Before Christmas, along with a city, urban kind of home uh, and a building, along with uh, a farmhouse, and then also a, a house that's in a tropical setting that could be like Florida. So I think what you're hitting on, and I think a lot of people, what they're saying, I'm reading reviews and people talking about the book, that there's a lot of diversity and inclusion in this book. And I think you just hit on that. And so that was one of the key points for you. Yeah, that was that was really the main thing, to be honest with you. Um, and, it, you know, and Rodney, you know, here we are in the middle of a pandemic. We're also in the middle of, of an election year or, or, well, the end of the election year. But um and this world has gotten so divided and so, you know, political. And that's not what I'm trying. I'm not trying to step into that. Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm literally thinking of the four-year-old and the six-year-old and the child whose mother and father don't look like my mother and father or mm-hmm. the child who doesn't have uh, both or or this, you know, that or the other thing. And. That's not to me. That's not political. That's just being uh, empathetic and kind. And you know, you can say what you want about my career. At the end of it, I want to feel like uh, you know, if I die tomorrow, I want to feel like I've given something you know decent and good to the world. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Again, it's our pick of what we believe are some of the best books for kids this holiday season. On the phone with us is Cincinnati's own Lauren Long. The title of his book is The Night Before Christmas. Now, you mentioned this earlier. You talked about your sons. And I remember the first time I interviewed you, your sons probably were like in kindergarten or elementary, somewhere really small like that. As you just mentioned, they're like out of college now. But what are some of the things that you did with your sons to promote literacy in your home for families that are listening this morning? Rodney, it's easy. 15 minutes a day. If you have a child who's two years old or five years old or, or 12 years old, the best thing you can do is read with them every day. And you might think, uh, well, why would you read to a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old? Well, first of all, you're giving them literacy. You're giving them, uh, you're modeling good behavior in your home by reading yourself. But well, let me back up to the three and the four and the five-year-old. 15 minutes a day before bedtime or whenever works for you. Maybe somebody, it's in the morning or at midday, but you're tired, uh, especially with this crazy pandemic. But if you're a parent, that gift you're giving your child by giving them that time reading a picture book and discussing the book and pointing things, it's, it, it's a crazy world we live in where tablets and, and, and screens rule the day. And there's a lot of benefit that comes from that technology. But could you imagine that that technology still doesn't beat out a piece of cardboard with paper and pages and 
art and words. Mm -hmm. There's no other institution like the sharing of a picture book between a child and someone that loves them. And what I would tell these parents now that my kids are in their early 20s is you're not only giving them that gift that makes them prepared on their first day of kindergarten and first grade more than as much as anybody else. You're not only giving it to them, you're giving it to yourself. Because when you end up, you know, later on in your 50s, mm-hmm. your boys and your, or your girls are 20-something years old, you can't take them on your lap anymore and read them a book. They used to say, Rodney, one more book, Daddy, one more book. Mm-hmm. And what I wouldn't give to have them as a five-year-old on my lap and say to them, one more, one more story, boys, one more story. So I was always exhausted. I'm on deadlines. I'm this is crazy. I don't have time for this. We used to argue over which son sometimes Tracy and I, which son we'll read to, you know, which we took turns. And Graham was always easier to fall asleep than Griff. So on the Graham nights, I knew it was a little easier task, but I still did it and uh I'll cherish that forever. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning, Lauren. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, more about your book, The Night Before Christmas, which is spectacular. Thank you so much. How can our listeners find out more? Um, Rodney, that's great. Um, LaurenLong.com, L-O-R-E-N, Long.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, You can also, if you're looking for a last-minute gift, you could call the bookshelf in Madeira because um, they, they're about a block away from where I live. The bookshelf in Madeira. And you can always find my books there. We also have the Blue Manatee, which is a wonderful independent bookstore, mm-hmm. and Joseph's Best Booksellers. And uh, Cincinnati is um, very fortunate to have those really wonderful independent bookstores. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rodney. I appreciate your support. Keep doing the work you're doing. We've been speaking to Cincinnati's own author and illustrator, Lauren Long. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.